game slates are terrible. Thursday went pretty well. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure, and this is the Sportsline DFS Podcast. That wasn't such a bad Thursday, Mike. It wasn't. It looked like it was going to be pretty frustrating, but the Spurs value guys that I had really kind of kicked it into gear in the third quarter just enough to get me over the cash line. So, yeah, it was a good Thursday, good three-game slate. I love these messages we get from our loyal listeners. Just so you know, the FanDuel lineup you gave out finished second out of 100 in a 50-50 with 270 points. The thing that I really love about this is we've talked about, especially yesterday, how we've got all this injury news. We don't really know for sure, but we'll go ahead and give you a lineup. But don't play the lineup we're giving you right now. Wait for the injury news. And this listener played the exact lineup on a terrible three-game slate and won money. Incredible. It is really quite incredible. Good job, Adam Azer. We also, the tournament plays were not bad at all. Yeah. I don't want to talk anymore about Thursday, though, Mike. We've got a nice, very nice Friday slate. Full, robust injury news. It's going to be coming out later, which means whatever lineup we give now is going to be great. Nine game slate. Who is your must play on the slate? Well, I don't like to give the high end plays as a must play, so I'm going to continue with Kind of the mid-range value plays, and we're going to go with Gerald Green for the Houston Rockets. You know me. I love the data, but I also cannot resist when the data matches up with a little narrative. Uh, Gerald Green spent some time in Phoenix. Uh, He always is looking for revenge. He's just that kind of guy. Uh, So I like this matchup a lot for Gerald Green. The pace of play is going to be there for him. Uh, In the event of a blowout, I would expect him to still get plenty of minutes down the stretch here. So I like Gerald Green a lot as my must play. Does Gerald Green have more games that are revenge games than aren't revenge games? Uh, Yeah, definitely, especially when he plays for Houston in that conference. Uh, I think that he definitely has more more revenge games than actual non-revenge games. I actually think that that game between Houston and Phoenix is the game of the night as the slate is currently constructed. And I am going to go with a player from that game for my must-play of the night. I know what everybody that's been listening thinks. Oh, he's going to take Chris Paul because James Harden's out. He just takes the chalk play. No, I'm not. I'm going with Dragon Bender. I knew you were going to go there, and I love it. Um, I considered going there with, with my pick, so I think he's pretty much a must-play if you're playing cash games tonight. Yes, $3,500 on FanDuel. Yeah, at the power forward position, I mean, the slate is deep, so you do have options, but, you know, the way it sits right now, you know, obviously later injury news could change that, but where we're at right now, uh, I think you definitely should be putting them in your lineups. Absolutely. And who would not like to go on a dragon bender? Doesn't that sound like a fun night? It sounds like a great night. Uh, who is your stay away? Uh, Nikola Jokic. No kidding. Is that your stay away of the that day? That was going to be my stay away. That's fine. Get, get, tell everybody why, and I'll, I'll pick a second one. Okay. Well, you got a tough matchup here with Mark Gasol. Uh, they are playing down in pace, you know, against the Memphis Grizzlies here. It's just a really tough matchup, and the price point is, you know, it's too elevated at 9,300 on FanDuel. I just don't think that there is any reason to pay up for Jokic as, you know, he's got, always got tournament upside, but even if he scores 45 to 50 tonight, I don't think that that's, uh, you're really gaining much of an edge with him tonight. I'm going to go a little bit risky here, and I'm going to say the highest price player on the slate. I'm staying away from LeBron James. That is certainly risky after losing back-to-back games by 25-plus points for the first time in his career. Second game of a back-to-back 
on the road. He was in Canada last night. Has to come all the way back to America. <laughs> it's actually just Toronto to Indiana, so it's probably not that big a deal. But I, the way Indiana's playing defense right now, I'm really impressed by. The way the Cavs are playing everything, I'm not impressed by. I'm staying away from LeBron. I like it. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's bold. It's risky. I'm not used to seeing you make such a bold call here, but I, I like this call a lot. Well, I don't know. That was kind of a shot. It was a shot. Well, it was a shot at you taking the chalk play when you tell me that Chris Paul is a good player. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, okay. Let's just move over to the injury notes real quick. Steph Curry, questionable. Anthony Davis, questionable. How do you say what people are supposed to do without knowing if these two players are going to play? Well, fortunately, when either of these players have been out in the past, we, we kind of know exactly what it looks like as long as there's nobody else out. Uh, so I think that it's something, you know, today it's, you just have to be prepared for when that news is going to break. You need to have a plan. Okay. If Steph is out, I'm going this way. If Cousins is out, I'm going this way. If they're both out, you know, okay, which value plays do I prioritize? Am I prioritizing the Warriors or am I prioritizing the Pelicans here? And I think that if they're both out, you prioritize the Pelicans value and you prioritize the stud, Kevin Durant. Okay. Uh, is that how you would handle it or what would you do? I kind of like the idea of playing Sean Livingston. Okay. 3,600. If you have Bender and Livingston in your FanDuel lineup, you can really, really get some studs in there. But what studs would you be getting in if you're not playing LeBron James? Well, I'm going to play Chris Paul. Like, I, I didn't make him the must play of the night, but I'm still going to play Chris Paul. Of course. Um, and then there's another one that I really, really like tonight that I almost made the must play, but we'll wait until we get into the game previews before we do that. Uh, there, we do have some certainty with a couple of guys though. Miles Turner, Gary Harris, Marquise Chris, Josh Jackson, they are all out. Ton of value on the Suns tonight playing against Houston, right? A ton of value. Um, do we, do we like anybody in Indiana with Turner out? Um, Sabonis maybe deserves a look. Uh, I think it's probably a tournament only play tonight, but I think Sabonis deserves a look. Uh, maybe Oladipo. Uh, I don't think there's any way you're paying up for Oladipo in cash games. Right. Uh, I think it's a good tournament slate for Victor Oladipo, though. I was kind of surprised the first game that Turner was out, how many people chased Sabonis. Mm -hmm. And he was really pretty bad. He has had several good games in the past, but he's 7,100 now. I mean, he earned, my whole point in playing the backup when the starter's out is I would like him to be priced like a backup. Right. He's priced like a starter. Yeah. No, he's, he's definitely priced like a starter. Uh, I don't, you know, Maybe a tournament play, but I, I don't see any reason. There's no chance you're playing him in cash games. So again, we're talking here at 1.30 p.m. Eastern about a slate that's going to get kicked off at 7 p.m. tonight. We're going to give you a lot of good information. We're going to give you the shell for your lineup. But when it gets closer to lock, it gets to be 6 p.m., it gets to be 6.30 p.m., you want to go to Sportsline. You want to read Mike McClure's article. You want to get his optimal lineup and it's going to have a lot of the guys we're going to talk about here. Yeah, there will be some of these guys in there for sure. And the, like you said, the injury news is just going to dictate where we finish. And, of course, I'd love to step out of that, but I'm just assuming you're listening to this podcast. You know that you should go and subscribe to Sportsline. You should have already done that. If you haven't done that, do that first. Yes. Go do that. Pause us. Do that. Come back. Listen to us. Yes. And we're going to make money. It's Absolutely. Going to we're, going to, we're going to print some money tonight. You're going to easily pay for that subscription. Uh, so go get it done today. Is there a uh, position tonight that you feel like is 
definitely more or less deep than any of the others? Well, we always, like I said, I feel like we always talk about how deep or the lack of depth at small forward. I think small forward is incredibly deep tonight. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the studs are playing. You've got the value plays with Gerald Green. Uh, so, you know, Michael Beasley's been moved to small forward. Right. Can't ignore the way Michael Beasley has played. Uh, not sure how that I love the matchup in Minnesota, but hey, another revenge game. You need to put Gerald Green and Michael Beasley in a lineup together, the all chuckers team. Yep. And just watch these guys chuck shots. Yeah, I think it's a good night to do it. The only thing I'll caution about when we'll get there a little more with New York is Tim Hardaway Jr. might return tonight for the Knicks, which might eat into some of the usage and playing time for Michael Beasley. The other thing I'll say about small forward, because you mentioned the studs, there's four of them at 10,000 or higher. LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler. You could make an argument for playing any of those four guys. The fifth highest priced player, I don't feel like is going to have hardly any ownership at all because of those studs and because of the value. And TJ Warren is in a very good spot at home against Houston with both Josh Jackson and Marquise Chris out at 7500 and that mid-range price. I, I like him a lot in tournaments tonight. I could not agree more. I love TJ Warren tonight. We're going to go ahead. We'll get to the all-tournament team later, but I'm going to go ahead and plug TJ Warren into the all-tournament team. He is, uh, he is a good option for the night. So let's just jump right into the game previews. We've got the Houston Rockets, a seven-point favorite at Phoenix, the highest over under the night, which makes sense because we've been talking about how much we like this game, 228.5. That is certainly a number. Who are, let's talk, start with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Who are your favorite plays on the Suns? Bender, is he number one? Bender is certainly number one. Uh, number two. The guy that I like second probably is Devin Booker. I don't know if I'll be getting him into lineups just because of the position and the price. Right. It's really going to depend on the injury news and stuff later, but I think he's probably second. I think Booker will be popular. Yeah. I like Warren better in tournaments, but Booker has huge upside. Huge, huge upside here. Uh, cause you know, he's not going to, I mean, who do, who do we think guards Devin Booker in this game? Is that, is that Eric Gordon? I would assume it's Gordon, yes. Yeah. So they're going to they're get into a shooting contest. Right. And I like Eric Gordon on the other side. Ab- oh, absolutely. I like Chris Paul a lot. I'm going to play Paul and Green in a lot of lineups. I'll have Booker in less lineups, but still some. I don't know that there's anyone else from Houston I feel like I need to play. Yeah, I think the guy that people will still jam into lineups just because of the price is probably Trevor Ariza. Yeah. Um, I'm a little lukewarm on Trevor Ariza. He just, you know, he plays a lot of minutes. You cannot argue with the minutes, but just at this point in his career is really not doing a lot. They don't ask him to do a lot on this team. Well, let's be clear. In his last game, he played 39 minutes and did not score a point. That's not good. Zero points. He did have six rebounds, four assists. He does some other things. I, so to, to your point though, he did not score an actual point, but he did manage 17.2 fantasy points. Right. So, if you assume that he's not going, he's not going to not, you know, he's going to score. Right. Um, he does have a pretty high floor. He's in that same price range as Gerald Green. There's yeah. no question which of those two guys I'm playing. Yeah. No, I definitely prefer Gerald Green. Let's move on to the second game. If you don't think I missed, forgot anybody else in that the, game. The or? only thing I want to mention there that's kind of interesting okay. is the Houston Rockets have the largest pace differential of any team tonight. Which is really weird because we typically think right. of the Rockets of being a fast-paced team. They get the biggest boost in pace of play out of any team on the slate tonight. That is very interesting. 
Yeah. I, uh, so does that mean Phoenix actually is playing Houston, but they have the biggest drop? Um, yeah. So it's <laughs> kind of, it's not, it's not the largest drop. Uh, that's not the way that we calculate it, but it's, uh, the, you know, it's a, it's a high paced game for both teams. Right. Uh, so yeah, breaking news as we're talking here, Steph Curry ruled out. So That's, that was kind of my expectation yeah. was that he was going to take one more. I'm also, if I'm just going to get the prediction business and hopefully, uh, we are in the prediction business we already. Are. I don't have to get into that. I think Anthony Davis is going to play. Okay. So I, I don't know that. Yeah. Don't put Adam Azer. If you're listening out there, don't put Anthony Davis in your lineup right now, but I, I think he's going to play. Golden State six point favorite at the Bucks without Steph Curry. We're going to get Giannis versus KD over under two twenty four point five in that game. Is Kevin Durant an auto play for you now? Kevin Durant is an auto play now, but the thing that I think becomes more interesting because Kevin Durant becomes an auto play for, I'm going to go ahead and say forty percent of the field. Right. I like Giannis a heck of a lot more now. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of being a tournament play, you, you might be able to pay up and play both of them in this spot. But I, I think that, you know, when you see Giannis and Durant priced almost identically there on FanDuel, I think that Giannis has becomes a really, really good tournament play here. Because we expect more people to play Durant than Giannis. Yes. So Giannis might be on, on that rare situation where you're getting him at a lower ownership than expected. Right. And Giannis, and, you know, you hear that and people might think, well, yeah, but what's the edge to be had in fading a Kevin Durant 35% usage game? And the upside there is still, like, Durant's a great player, obviously, but he could still only score 45 fantasy points tonight. Right. Giannis can score 80 in the spot. Well, even if he scores 55 or 60, if Giannis scores 80, that's right. the upside. Right, true. You're, yeah, you're right. But yeah, so there is upside here in pivoting to Giannis in tournaments is what I'm trying to say. So let's just assume I, I'm right and Anthony Davis is going to play. We're looking to Golden State for value plays as well or just for Durant? Uh, I think it's going to be value plays as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I Again, I, I think if I can start to build a lineup that has Kevin Durant and has Chris Paul, I'm probably going to put Livingston and I'm probably going to put Bender in there. Just to keep it to where I don't have to play a bunch of other punts, still playing those two bigs. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with that at this point in the day. Right. Um, you know, again, still other injury news that's gonna pop up in the slate. You know, that's just kind of the nature of the beast here. But that, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm with you so far. Okay, we got Giannis possibly locked in. Who, who else do we like for Milwaukee? Anyone? Yeah, I think that, uh, again, this is probably better suited for that all tournament team. Right. But I think Chris Middleton is also interesting. Uh, I, I, I mean, obviously it helps having Steph Curry out of the lineup, but I expect the Bucks to go in and compete tonight. I think that this is going to be a pretty competitive game with right. the Warriors. Um, and if, if I'm right about that, then Chris Middleton, along with Giannis, they're both going to have to play well for that to happen. Yeah, I, I guess the only thing I don't like about Middleton as a tournament play, he's had a, an excellent floor. He has not shown much ceiling this year. And I think he has it, but he hasn't shown it often. There have been a couple of times. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're right there, actually. I, I think I spoke a little too soon on that. I do think that he's probably, uh, better suited as a cash play or a no play at all. Right. Um, I don't think there's uh, anybody who else on the war. Are you interested in Draymond? He'll do more playmaking tonight. Um, 
No, probably not. Okay. Uh, that might burn me a little bit. You know, Draymond, you know, this is a game where he could play well. Right. Um, I think, you know, despite what the DVP says, I do think this is a fine matchup for him. Uh, but I don't think that I, I won't be prioritizing Draymond at this point. Is there anybody else we need to talk about? We move on. Um, I think that's it. I mean, Andre Iguodala, maybe. Right. But I, I think for that to really happen, you would need Clay to, to sit also. And I don't think that's going to happen. So let's get to what should be another competitive high scoring game with arguably the worst defense in the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers minus two and a half at a team that's playing very good defense right now, the Indiana Pacers. I've already said that I don't want to play LeBron. The fact that everyone's going to play Durant and we like Giannis as a contrarian play now because of that, it kind of sounds to me like you don't want to play LeBron either. Well, <laughs> I didn't, but now you do. <laughs> I kind of like LeBron again now, just knowing that everyone's going to be playing Durant. Right. And he's a thousand dollars more. He's a thousand dollars more. Nobody's Giannis gonna is going to yeah. take some ownership. Jimmy Butler's certainly still going to take some ownership against the Knicks. Uh, so I, this is a rare spot where you might get LeBron at sub 15%. Yeah. Like you really, you really might just, especially on FanDuel there where you have to pick two small forwards, even though I think that, you know, you've got Gerald Green, who I assume is going to be 30% owned. Right. Uh, I think this is a really nice spot for LeBron in tournaments. I, I, I want to go ahead and put LeBron on the all tournament team. We can pick two from small forward for the alternative. So it's LeBron and TJ Warren, not Giannis. Right. Oh wow. Um, I, I think it is a really good spot for LeBron James from a game theory perspective. I don't really like the spot from an actual basketball perspective, just because they're struggling right now. I don't think, like, we talked about the angry Russ, and you were basically right on that. Angry Russ is really good at basketball. I don't know. He's not in a good place. No. He, his future's murky. His present kind of is not very good. And this is their fifth straight road game. Second night of a back to back. I, I just don't like this. This smells more to me like a, almost a mail it in. It's going to be one of two things. It's going to be that mail it in, or it's going to be, yeah, dare I say, a career night for LeBron James, <laughs> because I, I think that that's really where we're at. Right. LeBron's going to come out, and he's going to have 15 points, four boards, four assists in the first quarter, and the team's going to be competitive, or it's going to be a mail it in night. Right. Um, they've had they've had a few of those lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm willing to uh, I'm willing to have at least one lineup with LeBron James in it tonight, though, uh, because. They need something. Like I said earlier, this was the first time in LeBron's career where they've lost back-to-back games by 25-plus points. I did forget about one factor. What's that? Lance. Yeah? Lance There's going to be some entertainment tonight either way. You need to watch this one. Lance does inspire LeBron to do great things, so hopefully he won't blow in his ear. If you're if you're going to watch this one, make sure you go over to Sportsline. We've actually got a pretty strong pick on the over-under of this game. Oh, really? Uh, so if you get subscribed, this is a game you want to watch tonight simply because of watching what's going to happen with the drama in LeBron, and then obviously Lance Stevenson. So if you're going to watch this game, go take the pick on the total that we have over on Sportsline and uh, win some money tonight. That sounds great. Uh, we've talked about Demata Sabonis as a, probably a fairly popular play at 7,100, a power forward. I'm, I don't really have a lot of interest. Oladipo is a decent tournament option. We've talked about that. There's nobody else in this game we need to talk about, is there? 
Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think so. The only thing I want to look at is that I think could be an interesting pivot. Again, do we need another small forward for the all tournament team? Uh, no. Okay, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson, five thousand dollars on FanDuel. He's probably a little bit more than that on DraftKings, I would assume. I don't know that for sure. And I will tell you, if you're looking at any type of spreadsheet, it's going to tell you to scroll to find Lance Stevenson. He's fifty three hundred. Yes. On DraftKings, which is fine. It's fine. I mean, I think I would probably play him on FanDuel there. Um, because we don't have enough small forwards to play. Right. I'm just telling you, if you want to pivot from Gerald Green, I think that uh, I couldn't think of a better person on the planet to pivot to than Lance Stevenson. Portland at New Orleans. New Orleans a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 219. This Waiting on the Anthony Davis news. Waiting on the Anthony Davis news. We know that Damian Lillard is probable. Right. Um, I tend to agree with you that the that Anthony Davis plays. Okay, good. So we've pretty much decided that. Yes. Uh, now that we've decided that, that doesn't mean that you don't need to be prepared here because Anthony Davis, obviously, he is still questionable. He's missed several games in his career. So make sure you're prepared to know what you're going to do if we get news that Anthony Davis is ruled out 10 minutes before lock. No one is going to play Anthony Davis tonight. No. At all. Definitely not. Anthony Davis is on the all-tournament team. Yes. He's by far the leader at power forward on the all-tournament team. I mean, this is a guy that's 10,700, can put up 70 in the blink of an eye. Yep. And, or... He could not play. Don't play him in cash, but you don't play him in cash when he's healthy. Right. So, yeah, Anthony Davis definitely on the all-tournament team. If he's out, we consider 320 again. We definitely like Drew Holiday. I'm not really that interested in Holiday, though, if Davis plays, going up against CJ McCollum. Yeah, I'm not uh not super interested there, and I don't know that there's enough tournament upside even to, uh, to warrant a GPP play. Right. So, really... Davis in tournaments, maybe Boogie in tournaments, mostly stay away from this game? Yeah, the only thing I'm going to be doing with this game is, if you listened to the show a couple days ago, I gave away a very strong A pick on Detroit minus two against right. Brooklyn and ended up in a blowout. Assuming Anthony Davis plays, which we are, at Sportsline, we have a very strong A pick on New Orleans minus three on their home floor here yep. against the Portland Trailblazers. So- Portland, they're in the middle of a long road trip here. Uh, they did escape with a couple wins, but I think that this is a spot where it's a big letdown for Portland coming. And how long uh, have they been in New Orleans? I, <laughs> they've been there for at least a night. So <laughs> I, uh, I like the New Orleans Pelicans a lot and the sports line simulations agree with me. So, uh, jump on New Orleans minus three tonight. Moving on to the Orlando Magic at the Washington Wizards. Wizards a 10 point favorite, 218 over under. Interesting note here, Marcin Gortat coming out today and saying that he wants to finish his career with the Orlando Magic and does not plan on playing past next year. That's I don't know if that means that he is just going to sign a one-day contract with them or he wants to play with them next year. I don't know what he means, but I just thought it was interesting, not DFS relevant. You said the last time the Wizards played – John Wall is going to have one of those 60-point games, and I'm going to get burnt on it. Yep. John Wall, on that night, scored 62.7 FanDuel points. He did. You got burnt on it. I did. You're not playing him tonight, I assume, at 10,300? Well, if we're, I, I think you have to plug him into the all-tournament team. All-tour- uh, okay. 
Man. He's the point guard candidate for the all-tournament team. We may not be able to fit some of these guys in that. I was going to say, like, we've got John Wall, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on the all-tournament team so far. Yeah. It's expensive. It's expensive, but if you, you know, you plug in some of those cash team, cash game guys to uh, fill out that roster, you might, you might get there. But I, I like this matchup against Orlando. I mean, it's hard not to. Uh, it's one of the best in the NBA in terms of defense versus position. It's a good pace of play for John Wall. Uh, I think he's a very nice pivot to Chris Paul. Yeah, and has more upside, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anybody in Orlando you're excited about? Uh, I mean, you can mention Aaron Gordon all the time here. Uh, the only way that I get super interested in Aaron Gordon is if we kind of get the indication that Draymond is going to be like super chalk. Right. If Draymond becomes super chalk, then I think that uh, Aaron Gordon's the logical pivot there. Um. But, you know, at this point, like I said, again, depends on injury news. I may have an Orlando Magic player in my optimal lineup by the time this thing's all said and done tonight. Gortat apparently loves the Magic. He does. Um, he is not really very fun to play in DFS, no. but he's 4500 He's priced pretty close to his floor. So yeah. I, I, I do think if you're – the problem is, and we're going to get into it in just a minute, there is a much better sub-$5,000 option at the center position tonight. Right. You done with this game? I'm done with this I'm game. I'm done with this game. Brooklyn is at Atlanta. The Hawks are three-point favorites. I guess Brooklyn is a lot worse on the road, so maybe that makes sense. An over-under of 211. I just think Brooklyn's a lot better team than Atlanta is. This game is gross. No one would be watching this game unless one of their family members is playing in it or they're playing DFS. So you're welcome, Nets and Hawks, for your viewership tonight. <laughs> I don't have a ton of interest in this game. Right. Uh, I know I'll, I'll go ahead and say it for you because you like to say Urson every day. Uh-huh. So Urson deserves a look. He, you know, he's fine. <laughs> the, uh, they, the Nets struggle against big men. Yeah. Uh, Urson plays one of the big men positions, even if he doesn't play like a big man. Yeah. He's only 5,600. He lives around 30 FanDuel points. He's always a decent cash option, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he's definitely definitely a decent cash option. Uh, I won't say that he doesn't have upside, but I, I wouldn't expect a 50-point no. night from him. At some uh, point, Karis Levert's going to get going again, but I'm probably not going to play him until he does. His price is down to 5,600, so that's not terrible. Yeah, he, um, he he kind of does this. He you know he has a bad game or two, and then it takes him a week to get really get back into things. Uh, I think, like you said, definitely wait and see approach. The New York Knicks are at the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota, a nine-point favorite, over/under of 208.5. And I'll just go ahead and tell you right now, who I almost said was my play of the day in this game, it's Chris Stepps. Yeah, his price is down to 8,400. That's much more palatable than where it's been here recently, and he has this little—I don't think it's a chip. I don't know why he would have a chip on his shoulder. But he likes to destroy Carl Anthony Towns. Loves it. He likes to go up against Joel Embiid. He wants to prove that he's the best young big man in the game. Minnesota's terrible defensively. Carl Anthony Towns certainly can't guard him. They've got to have some other big on the floor to try to guard him. Yep. So Chris Stapps at 8,400 is going to be in a lot of my lineups tonight. Yeah, I think he's cash game playable. The thing that I want to see here is I want... Tim Hardaway Jr. to absolutely be ruled in. Yeah. Because I want people to assume that that's going to take a, you know, 
a big blow to uh, Porzingis' usage rate. And I don't necessarily think that's the case in this spot. Agreed. Because if Tim Hardaway Jr. starts coming in, he gets in this game and is playing well at all, hello, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That, that's what's going to happen very quickly. Uh, so I like Porzingis a ton here. I think that uh, strong tournament play. Could be cash game playable. I, you know, I think you gotta have some Porzingis exposure. The Knicks are pretty terrible at everything, but especially at stopping point guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Teague returned and played 25 minutes in his first game back. I wouldn't be surprised if that's expanded just a little bit closer to 30 in this game. His price is just 5,900. That's very reasonable. Yeah. He's not a bad point guard option. Teague is not a bad option. That is, uh, that's a very fair price on Jeff Teague. Um, Probably the lowest that it's been all season here. I mean, obviously, you know, he was out for like seven or eight games, but yeah, that's a very, very fair price on Jeff Teague. Wow. I did not realize he was that cheap. Anybody else you like in this game? Um, I mean, all, you always have to consider Jimmy Butler, but other than that, I, I don't think I have a strong interest in anyone at this point. And Teague 6,200 on DraftKings. So it's not, it's not like he's terribly priced there either. I, I don't love it. Yeah. As much, but. Uh, I like I like him quite a bit on FanDuel. Yep, we got a couple of duds here at the end of the night. Uh, Memphis at Denver is going to be super slow, snails paced. Denver is a seven point favorite at home against Memphis, over under of two hundred five point five. Your stay away of the day was Nikolai Jokic. Is this game a stay away of the day? Um, I don't know that it's a complete stay away because. For me, I can never truly quit Tyreek Evans. 100% agreed. Uh, so Tyreek is a player that he's a really very unique guy because he thrives in a fast-paced game, but he also finds ways to thrive in these kind of slower, grinded-out defensive games too. Right. Uh, so I think Tyreek deserves a look in tournaments. Uh, he's actually been wildly consistent this season. Uh, so I, I like Tyreek. I think wildly consistent is an excellent use of phrasing. I don't like anyone else in this game. We're moving on to another gross dud of a basketball game. The Utah Jazz at Charlotte. Charlotte, a four-point favorite. Over under 205.5. I mentioned earlier that there was another sub-$5,000 center that uh, deserved heavy consideration. He is playing in this game. Ekpe Udo, 4,800. 47.8. FanDuel points in his last game. Mm-hmm. We still expect big minutes from him tonight, correct? Um, I'm not sure. I think Derek Favors might be returning. That would be a problem. Uh, yeah, it looks like Favors has been upgraded to probable. That would um, be a major problem. So that that's one issue with that. Now, Favors, like we've seen some of the situations in the past, in the past year or two with Favors, where he's upgraded to probable and then gets dropped back down to questionable and ends up not playing. Right. That, that's been pretty common with favors. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind here. Don't necessarily rule him out, but I, I don't think you can get close to locking him in. If favors is playing, you are not playing him at all. Yeah. If favors is out, I am absolutely locking him in. Yeah. That's, that's, it's that simple. We're going to assume since he's probable, this is what we do with everyone. If he's probable, I'm assuming he's in. So I'm not going to plug him into either one of my lineups for the night for now. Right. But. Just keep an eye on that situation. Is there anybody else you like in this game? There's one player that I want to mention, and that's Kimball Walker. Okay. So here's why I want to mention Kimball Walker. We just watched, I talked about John Wall was going to have one of those 60-point games. Uh-huh. The team he had it against was the Utah Jazz. Fair. Kimball Walker. 
in his most recent game, 61.6 fantasy points against a very slow team, the Dallas Mavericks. Right. Do you think there's any chance that this is a game where Kemba just gets in the half-court ISO set and just starts chucking and has oh, some I th- success? I think there is a, a very decent chance of that. Yes. I I I think he – I don't know what my deal is with Kemba Walker. I mean, he's going to be under-owned here. I mean, obviously, when sure. Steph is out, Lillard's in, but like – Nobody's going to play Kemba Walker tonight. He's got one game under 30 in his last eight. He's he's a, a really good point guard that gets overlooked by everyone, including me. Yeah. So I, I'm i okay with slotting Kemba Walker in on the all-tournament team. Okay, I like it. Do we have a recap on the most expensive all-tournament team in the history of this program? We do. John Wall and Kemba Walker are the point guards. Yep. You can't play those two together with this lineup we're going to give you. Do we have a shooting guard that was all-tournament team? Um, I don't think so. I don't think we did either. And oh, Chris Middleton, yes. But okay. then we changed our mind and decided he wasn't. There's not a shooting guard in the ultimate team. Adam would make us, and in that case, I would just say something terrible like Dwayne Wade. That didn't work out very well yesterday, so we're not going to do that to you guys. At just play the chalk at shooting guard at small forward. We've got LeBron James and T.J. Warren. Yep. And really, Giannis, if he hadn't gotten bumped off by LeBron James, that's right. At the power forward position, did you have a an all tournament play selection? Uh, we had Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I think we may want to do just a, a short, little bit. We didn't have a center, I don't think, um, and that's fine. We probably ought to give recap the value plays because yeah. we just gave an all tournament team full of guys that are over ten thousand dollars. I like Sean Livingston a lot at point guard. He's 3,600 on FanDuel. Um, Livingston on DraftKings, also 3,600 and eligible at point guard and shooting guard. So if you don't love shooting guard on DraftKings, you can plug Livingston in there and save a bunch of money. Yep. Uh, we love Dragon Bender, who is cheaper on FanDuel. Yes. At 3,500. Yep. But he's small forward eligible, which normally would be a huge benefit on DraftKings. Except that we love small forward tonight. Love so Bender a much better play on FanDuel than he has on DraftKings tonight. Yep. Another value play in that same game, PJ Tucker. Ooh. This might be the best true revenge game of the night too. Okay. Because he played for so long in Phoenix or because he actually hates someone on the team? Uh, probably both. I would imagine at this point, it's probably hard for him to play there for so long and not hate what was going on yeah but i'm thinking like the guys that he probably hated eric bledsoe is not there anymore brandon knight's hurt isaiah thomas is two teams removed i'm trying to think of yeah tyson chandler those guys seem like two two guys yeah he might just he might just hate you know playing in the arena he might just hate that environment or maybe he loves the environment and he gets hot so yes pj tucker revenge game is a good value play yeah do we have a value center well, I mean, no. I, mean, I, I guess Marcin Gortat would be it at 4,500. I know it's not exciting, but would you consider it exciting to play a center that's cost $4,500 and he scores 36 FanDuel points? Yeah, would, absolutely. If you get eight times value out of your center tonight, would you be happy with that? I would be thrilled with that. He's done that in two of his last four games. So oh. I think Marcin Gortat is an excellent value play at the center position. Help me finish out my lineups. 
they're not really my lineups. They're Adam's lineup. We're just going to say them. So Adam hears them. So he knows who to play tonight. I've put Chris Paul and Sean Livingston in at point guard. Okay. I've put Gerald Green and Kevin Durant in at small forward. Yep. I've put Chris Stapps and Bender in at power forward. We have 6,100 per position. We've got the center and two shooting guards. I think we should start with center. Okay. And I think we should first decide, is there somebody we want to pay up for and go cheaper with our shooting guards? Or do we want to use the value play more singletot? Because um, we can basically play anybody we want. Yeah, we basically can. Um, the one more value play that we didn't mention also I wanted to get your feel for. Yeah. Uh, what about Alex Lynn? He's only 3,700. Uh, do you think he gets any extra run with Marquise Chris out of the, out of the rotation? I think he should. He should. Yes. yes. Do we think, you know. I, I don't love in tournaments playing both Bender and Lynn. Okay. But Fair in enough. a cash game, which that's what mostly what Adam plays. Yep. Uh, Lynn and Bender together, I think have a good floor and a good ceiling. Yeah. For a cash game. I so, think so. I, I don't dislike that. If you do that, you've got seven, 7.3K for the two shooting guard positions. Yep. Uh, which I think is plenty. Yeah. It might I mean it might even be, uh, might even be too much here. You know, we might be giving away a little value if we do that. Uh, one guy we didn't talk about at the shooting guard position, Clay Thompson, 6,600. Yep. Do you have much interest in him? Yeah, of course. I think that, uh, I think Clay's going to have to play. I mean, they're going to need him defensively. So, right. Yeah. I, I'm totally fine with putting Clay in there. If you lock Clay Thompson into the lineup, that leaves you eight thousand dollars, which would give you Devin Booker. That is a good plan. So I like Devin Booker a lot tonight. He's going to be popular, but I think that he's someone you should still probably be investing in. The FanDuel lineup I've got locked in is Chris Paul, Sean Livingston, Clay Thompson and Devin Booker, Gerald Green and Kevin Durant, Chris Stapps Porzingis and Dragon Bender, and Alex Lynn at the center position. I like that lineup a lot. Yeah, it looks good. I think we may get another email praising our FanDuel lineup. I'm hopeful. Really hopeful. And if you really want to make us feel good, you don't, you could send us an email. That would be awesome. But what you could also do is go on iTunes, subscribe to this podcast, the Sportsline DFS podcast, and then give us a five star rating. Five stars. Yes, that would make me feel outstanding. Real quick before we wrap up, we'll get a DraftKings lineup plugged in. I've only got two spots. I've only got one spot. One we're we're going to go, we're going to try to work in our all tournament team. Let's do it. Let's, yeah, let's, build, let's build a real tournament team. Uh, our, our all tournament yeah. team, uh, point guard, we're going to try to lock in John Wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's go John Wall. And we're, we're going to try to lock in LeBron. Is that even possible? It's possible for it's, sure. Oh, it's definitely possible. Um, I, I'll put Bender in for now. Yep. Let's I, put Bender in. I think that you, hmm, this is where it gets a little bit more difficult. DraftKings really does not want you going with the Stars and Scrubs approach. No. They are anti-Stars and Scrubs. We are going to fight against this. You you really need to find players under $4,000 to do this approach. Yeah. Sean Livingston is the the best choice. At 3,600. Yeah, you can all, cause you can get him at point guard or shooting guard. Right. So uh, you can so. start with Wall, Livingston, LeBron, and Bender. And then you're up to 5,300 left. You could, you could definitely fill that out. All right. So the center position, I don't know how much Gortat is 
We talked about him, 4,900. I, I don't dislike that at all. He's got decent double-double potential. Yeah. What are you thinking here? Well, you know, I'm, so with Gortat. Yeah. Do you think he's a lot better than Ryan Anderson? How much is Anderson? 46. He's $300 cheaper. Okay. I'm so, fine with that. I, I think that, uh, I would probably prefer, you know, being that this is a tournament lineup, uh-huh. I probably prefer Ryan Anderson just because of that three point bonus. You know, he could get hot in this game here. I would uh, prefer one more player that's just really cheap so we can get one more quasi stud into our lineup. Well, if you want, you know, if you're feeling like taking a risk. Yeah. Well, it's a tournament. Uh, this is the all tournament team. Troy Daniels. $3,300 on DraftKings. Plays uh, for the Phoenix Suns. Yes. I know a lot of people also had that. spent some time against the Houston Rockets, or with the Houston Rockets. These two teams. It's a revenge have, game. Yes. Uh, one thing he does pretty well is, well, he likes to attempt to shoot three balls. Right. Uh, he took seven in his last game, six the game before, but he played 23 minutes and 31 minutes. Now the rotation, as we've mentioned, is, you know, pretty thin tonight. This is a spot where Troy Daniels is probably going to play 30 minutes. Lock that in, and then I'm going to go ahead, and I, I'm not even going to ask you. Okay. Because TJ Warren, we talked about his fan duel, 7,500, him being a nice tournament option. He's 6,200 on DraftKings. I love it. He's in at forward. He was already on our all-tournament team anyway. That leaves us 7,100 for the utility position to lock up our DraftKings tournament team. We've got Clint Capello. We've got Donovan Mitchell, who I, I, I kind of like that one. Drew Holiday, Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton. There are a lot of options that, uh, that should be relatively low on tonight. I, I think, I think maybe Donovan Mitchell's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I think he got into a little foul trouble last game. Uh, yeah. he, he played a little fewer minutes than I was expecting. And I just remember, you know, looking over and I think it was the, uh, the foul issue where he had racked up the fourth foul pretty early. Uh, so that did eliminate some of his upside, but you're talking about Mitchell here. Uh, even with, you know, even with Favors coming back, he's going to shoot the ball probably 20 times in this game. I like it. So we've got John Wall, Livingston, LeBron, Dragon Bender, Ryan Anderson, Troy Daniels. I I saw the T Daniels on DraftKings, and I forgot what his first name was for a second. I was looking to you for validation that I said the right first name. Yep. It is Troy Daniels. Kind of thought it was Tony for a second. TJ Warren and Donovan Mitchell. There's a lot of upside in that lineup. A lot of upside there. That is the all-tournament team. We're going to be on a, a little three-day hiatus here. We've got the weekend coming up. We've got Martin Luther King Day on Monday. We will be back on Tuesday. We'll be here for four days next week with all the NBA lineup advice you need. As I said before, send us an email. Rate us on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week.